Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Cancer Season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing, assist you in your expansion, and help connect you with your intuition and highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign. It's up to you to get specific. I suggest that you listen to the horoscope for your sun and your rising sign. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born in the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. If you enjoy your horoscope, please also take a listen to Embodied Astrology for Cancer Season. In this episode, I'll take you on a tour of cancer's zodiacal energy through our bodies, hearts, minds, relationships, and the world at large. Everyone has every sign in their chart, and cancer represents amazing and important energy for each of us. You can find the Cancer Season episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platform. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Recurring monthly donations can be made at any amount and will grant you access to my expanded monthly reports. These reports are 15 to 20 pages that outline the upcoming month's most important planetary aspects and lunar cycles and offer suggestions for how to work most effectively with this astrological energy. If financial contributions aren't possible for you at this time, the number one way you can support this work is by sharing it with your family, friends, and networks. Finally, I want to add a special announcement for any of you who are ready to dive deeper with embodied astrology in your life. This autumn from September 28th through October 2nd, I'm offering a very special retreat in Southern Washington. We're going to be exploring the expansive potential and personal manifestation power of Jupiter and Capricorn. This is a year-long transit, which goes from December 2019 through December 2020. This three-day retreat includes daily movement, meditation, art, writing, and astrology classes where you'll learn how to work with your own chart. And you'll still have time for long walks on the beach, hot saunas, and good company. Get more information at embodiedastrology.com in the play and learn section under live events. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Now, on to your horoscopes. Hello, Scorpio. Thank you for listening. This is your audio horoscope and month ahead forecast for cancer season. Cancer season extends between June 21st and July 22nd, and it's the time of the year when the sun illuminates the part of the sky that we call cancer, and the body rulerships, emotional associations, behaviors, etc. of cancer are highlighted. If you want to learn more about cancer, again, please listen to the cancer season report from Embodied Astrology, and you can learn all about how to work with that energy in general. Now for you, cancer as a fellow water sign rules um, a very personal place in your chart, and this has to do with the meaning you make for your life. This is the place kind of right before we get into your life purpose. It's not quite your path or your career, whatever it is that you set out to do, but it is what underlies that, what's important to you, your philosophy about the world, how you seek to expand and grow and make sense of this place and your place in it. 
As the sun moves into the sign Cancer, it illuminates other planetary energies that are currently in Cancer. Mars has been in Cancer for about a month and a half now. Mercury has been in Cancer for the last couple of weeks. And the North Node has been in Cancer since last summer. So Mars is the planet of action. It is will force, desire, passion. It's how we assert ourselves and what we want to put ourselves out to in the world. Mercury is the communication planet. It uh, signifies words, language, listening, thoughts, and exchanges through intellect and concept. The North Node is opposite to the South Node, and the nodal axis is where the eclipses happen, where the Earth's ecliptic meet up with uh, the Moon's orbit and our relationship to the Sun. The North Node signifies a karmic point in the chart. It is the karma that we are being propelled and compelled towards. It's what we have to move towards. So as the sun moves into Cancer and brings illumination and more consciousness to this part of the chart, it's also bringing added emphasis to these other planetary energies and uh, karmic significance. Over the course of the next 30 days, there's quite a lot of emphasis in this part of your chart that has to do with your personal growth, with the way that you are reaching into your path, what makes sense to you, why are you doing it, how is it that you're seeking to grow, to expand your mind, to enrich your own experience, and really to broaden your perspective, broaden your horizons, and take advantage of opportunities. As we get into the month, the first 10 days or so of cancer season feature a couple of aspects that I think for many people will bring quite a lot of energy. Now, everybody is probably going to feel both um, the agitating, frustrating, uh, maybe even fearful aspects of this energy, as well as some potential excitement and uh, more positive aspects of this energy, but particularly the first couple of days on the 23rd and 24th, Venus and Gemini forms uh, some hard aspects in opposition to Jupiter and Sagittarius, and in conjunct to Saturn and Capricorn, and a square to Neptune and Pisces. These aspects with Venus suggest that there's um, something to to work out or that you're working out um, in spaces of intimacy and vulnerability. Gemini for you rules the solar eighth house that has to do with our emotional entanglements, our fears, our insecurities, um, the kind of emotional experiences that tend to be very complex and hard to talk about because they include a lot of different things. There's support for you right now to be communicating and to be sharing from this place. Definitely not to hide or to shut away from experiences that might be provocative or even a little bit triggering, um, but actually to meet them with open-mindedness, with curiosity, with positivity to allow yourself to be seen in vulnerability and um, really to kind of confront or approach any fears or trepidations or insecurities that you have with an attitude, again, of curiosity and open-mindedness. 
especially when it comes to your kind of sense of self-worth, what it is that you bring to the world, what it is that you bring to any um, situation, as well as money. If you're involved in negotiating um, for payment or kind of negotiating around finances with important other people, this uh, th- these situations may be highlighted on these days. There's, um, to, to go back to the first example, if you're working with insecurities or relationships, um, there may be some confusion right now in romances and relationships. And if there is confusion, it will be dispelled by open, honest, curious conversation and good naturedness. Um, try not to let yourself get shut down or move into a space of fear. Just take deep breaths in, deep breaths out, and remember everybody's growing and changing. And when you bring your best self, you're going to be um, encouraging the best selves of the others uh, that you're relating with to come forward. Now, this is also true if you're dealing with money and if you are advocating or negotiating for payment, particularly those of you who are independent contractors or if you're a creator, maker, an artist of any kind, and you're seeking funding or support for any of your projects, Don't allow yourself to dwell in insecurity. Ask for what you're worth, but ask for it in a way that is conversational, not demanding. Your curiosity this month is really a benefit to you, and it will get you much further than making any kinds of assumptions. On June 26th, Mercury enters Leo, and it will transit Leo for a little while before it begins its retrograde cycle. And so on June 28th, Mercury begins what's called its storm. And on July 7th, Mercury will station retrograde at four degrees of Leo. So this week or so between uh, the 26th and July 7th is some of the trickier terrain in the Mercury retrograde cycle. During these days, you are especially advised to take things slow, to be extra considerate about your communications, uh, definitely not to make assumptions. If you can help it, get as much information as you possibly can. Leo rules your solar 10th house. This has to do with your path, with your purpose, with your career, your ambitions and aspirations. And again, cancer is the part of the chart that has to do with the the meaning that you make, the way that you're reaching towards what you want and towards what's important to you. Since Mercury retrograde will move through early Leo and late cancer, the themes of both of these signs are highlighted. And over the course of the couple of weeks of Mercury retrograde, you definitely want to take time considering what you're putting out into the world and why. What is your purpose? What is the meaning? What are the larger issues that you're seeking to address or the larger questions that you're looking for answers to? How you represent yourself in the world should be something that you spend some time thinking about, especially when it comes to love and money. You want to be putting something out that you really feel good about, that feels like it's coming from a place that's honest, that's transparent, that's tender, not flamboyant, not speculative, not trying to perform anything that is grounded in some kind of external expectation or competition or anything like that. On July 1st, Mars enters Leo. Mars will transit Leo through August 19th. 
Again, Leo rules the part of the chart that has to do with your career, your public image, your path, your purpose. Mars is bringing energy. This gives you quite a lot of dynamism through the summer. It gives you support to get out there, to put yourself in some kind of more visible space, to center your projects, to step up on a platform, to take the stage in whatever way that makes sense for your life. Mars can also bring aggression. So be mindful of your energy, work skillfully with it. Um, Enjoy confidence. This aspect can definitely bring you confidence, but it can also kind of bring an an attitude of um, callousness for some. Mars and Leo can be a pretty big energy. So just make sure that you're feeling into, again, your own tenderness, your transparency, and um, performing in the world or presenting yourself in the world from a place that feels honest and true for you. On July 2nd, there's a new moon and solar eclipse at 10 degrees of Cancer. Take a look at your natal chart and notice if you have any planetary placements around 10 degrees of the cardinal signs. That includes Cancer, Capricorn, Aries, and Libra. Cancer, again, is uh, the sign at the solar ninth house in the Scorpio chart. So this is larger life purpose, um, your big questions, how you're seeking meaning in your life, and really the path that you're on. If you think about path as a journey and an exploration, the new moon is always a time for new beginnings and a solar eclipse brings extra emphasis to the new moon. It brings a lot of power into this lunation. This is a time for you to be moving towards a new path. With cancer especially, the themes are inclusion, acceptance, tenderness, warmth, nurturing, and nourishment. On your path, the more that you can include in a soft space for yourself, the happier you're going to be. So one of the ways that I might think about this is sometimes we can feel our paths to be quite rigid. We might have a really strong sense of ambition or expectation for ourselves. With this eclipse in cancer, you're really supported to include yourself entirely. If ambitions feel rigid, if they create stress in your body or stress in your mental state, Reflect on them for a while. You want something that's sustainable. You want a path and a practice that you can come back to every day and that's going to bring you more joy than suffering. It's going to be more generative than depleting. So use this new moon and eclipse energy to call in a new cycle for yourself in terms of the way that you are reaching into meaning, that you're explaining your purpose here for yourself in this world, in this life. And especially for those of you who are involved with teaching, publishing, broadcast, or any kind of larger dissemination of knowledge and information, this new moon and eclipse can be especially powerful for you. Think about your impact. Think about what kinds of messages you want to be putting out there and how you want to be the carrier, the vessel of information. Um, Again, inclusion and tenderness are really big themes and places to emphasize. On July 3rd, Venus moves into Cancer, bringing additional emphasis into this part of the chart. 
Venus is a magnetic, beautiful, attractive energy. It assists in your efforts. It assists in a broadening perspective and idea about path and what it is and where you're headed. It assists for all of you who are teaching and sharing information in any kind of way. Invite Venusian energy into these ideas. Uh, Live in a state of love and grace. Remind yourself every day what you're grateful for and let that focus be your motivation. Let it be a foundation for all of your work. On July 8th, we have a number of aspects. Mercury and Mars form a conjunction in Leo. Venus and the Sun make several aspects, including on July 9th, an opposition to Saturn. And Chiron turns retrograde, and we reach the second quarter square in Libra. So a lot of planetary energy, July 7th, uh, 8th, 9th, and 10th. Um, During these days, it's going to be important to move slow, to move cautiously, to move carefully, especially with Mercury and Mars conjunct in Leo in a very public place in your chart. Make sure that you are expressing yourself honestly. Once again, this is not a time for flamboyant speculation. This is a time for you to be very clear about what it is that you want to be putting out into the world and why. Chiron is retrograde through mid-December in the solar sixth house in the sign of Aries for you. And this is the place in the chart that has to do with your day-to-day, your energy, your schedule, your health, your jobs, any kind of services that you perform, and how you need to take care of your life in a really practical way. Aries is a sign that needs to be authentic. It needs to assert its notion of self. Over the course of the next nine years with Chiron and Aries, you are making your life your own. You want to separate from any ideas of what your life should look like, any ideas that have been imposed uh, on you by family, by culture, by any external influences. You need to live with your own schedule, with your own rules, and your own responsibility for your own body and health, and that includes mental, emotional, and physical health. As Chiron turns retrograde, you're supported in these next five to six months to consider your schedule, to consider your self-care and regimens and how you are taking care of this very day-to-day, very practical functioning. Remember, if you don't have a body, um, you're useless in the world. Your, Your path cannot be explored. Your purpose cannot be defined. Take care of your body, please. Get enough rest. Make sure that you're eating nourishing food. Make sure that you're filling your days at least somewhat with activities that inspire your good naturedness, um, that inspire you to live the kind of life that you want to be living. On July 14th, the sun in Cancer opposes Pluto in Capricorn. And on July 16th, Venus in Cancer opposes Saturn in Capricorn and will have a full moon and lunar eclipse in Capricorn. So a lot of stimulation throughout the month and the Cancer-Capricorn axis. Um, The full moon and lunar eclipse are conjunct to the south node. The south node the opposite of the North Node, is where we're releasing old karma. So the North Node is what we're moving towards. The South Node is what we're leaving behind. Saturn and Pluto similarly suggest a kind of retraction or reckoning, a process of um, restructuring and asserting one's own empowerment by letting go of what has been um, guiding or kind of setting expectations that are really not helpful for you. 
In the Scorpio solar chart, Capricorn rules the solar third house. This has to do with your communication style, your mental activity, how you give language to your ideas, um, how you narrate your life to yourself. Um, this is also the part of the chart that has to do with your immediate environments and close-in connections. For younger people or for people who are around siblings, often this is the place of siblings. Um, if you're older, then you might consider here to be your schoolmates or your colleagues or your neighbors, um, people who are around you that you might not necessarily choose, but who are very much involved with the way that you're understanding um, your world, the world around you, your normal. These folks are involved in a process of socialization with you. They kind of uh, help you understand how to be social and how to function in the world. And I think it's probably clear how these influences then affect your mind, your mental state, and your communication. So with the south node, Saturn, and Pluto in this part of the chart, what is suggested is that you're letting go of old standards. You're letting go of old ways of thinking. You may be letting go of old social situations, getting yourself out of relationships or contexts or boxes that you feel are keeping yourself small. In opposition to everything that's happening in Cancer around the North Node and in your ninth house, the suggestion here is that you expand your territory, you expand your perspective, you get out, you meet different kinds of people, you reach into new philosophies, new paths, and you let your mind grow. The lunar eclipse is a powerful time to reflect on relationships in general and particularly to reflect on these kinds of relationships. Once again, please make sure to check in with Embodied Astrology at the new and the full moon for special offerings that I'll give to honor these energies and create some kind of ceremony or ritual around them. Finally, on the last day of Cancer season, which is July 21st, Venus opposes Pluto, Venus in Cancer, Pluto in Capricorn, and the Sun and Mercury form a conjunction at the very last degree of Cancer. Uh, these aspects are really powerful symbols for you in many of the ways that I've already been talking about, how you're expanding your mind, how you're broadening your perspective, how you are defining your path for yourself and what this means for your work in the world, for what you are aspiring to, for your ambitions. The Sun and Mercury coming together at the very last degree of Cancer is this bridge between um, your purpose and path, the way that you're asking questions about why you're here, what your function is, what you can offer, what the meaning of something is, and then what you do with it, how you embody it. This Mercury um, Sun-Mercury conjunction sets off a new Mercury cycle that lasts until November 11th. This is a conceptual cycle where you're thinking about these themes and you're seeking to apply new ways of relating with them um, throughout these couple of months. So a lot of energy throughout cancer season for you, particularly in the places of the chart that have to do with your larger purpose, your sense of purpose in the world, and how you're seeking to define that purpose and what it means for you. I wish you all the best in this season. I hope this horoscope is useful for you. Thank you so much for listening and bye for now.